I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Everyone is Hot. I'm Michael Stevens. And I'm Shelley Brooks. Each week, we invite a guest to discuss their movie crush. And the film that proves that person is a stealth sex symbol. Hey, let's get horny. Hi, Michael. Hi, Shelley. How are you? Oh, my God. What a morning! <laughs> what a morning! Um, it's just been cool and chill, right? It's just been cool and easy and fun. <laughs> but nobody wants to hear us talk about that. No, absolutely God not. damn it. Because we've got a cool person coming on. A cool person. A marvelous guest. An electrifying yes. human being. A writer for the New York Times, Slate, NPR, and more. A self-proclaimed snarkoleptic, Kyle Turner. Yay. Yay. All Yay. right. Thank his, you so much for having me. His, oh, I'm so excited to be here. The children love him. The, the children. children love him. Oh, God. Shame I do not love the children back, but. <laughs> totally fine. Totally fine. Be quiet, kids. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. So, Kyle, who is going to be your crush this week? Your stealth sex symbol. My crush. My stealth sex symbol, my hottie with a body, is going to be the chameleon, the icon, Rango. Ooh, yes. This week, it's all fucking sexy animals. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. I'm coming out as... Um, furry adjacent. <laughs> this is the bestiality episode of Everyone is Hot. <laughs> yes, happy pride, everyone, and that includes happy people pride. who are really into lizards. <laughs> this bestiality is the first time. That's what the, L, that's what the L stands for in LGBTQIA, <laughs> lizards. Damn, we are going to get I'm sorry for erasing the, the lesbian community. 
Oh God. Uh, now, Michael, do yeah. you want to tell us what Rango is about? All right. Cool. Yes. Absolutely. So it's all about a pet little. I'm gonna try that again. Pet lizard Rango is a creative who's constantly imagining adventures. After a car accident, he winds up in an old west town called Dirt. What this town needs the most is water, but they also need a hero and a sheriff. The thirsty Rango instantly takes on the role of both and selfishly agrees to take on the case of their missing water. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) That's that was nice. Good. Nice. Pat on the back. <laughs> yeah, but I applaud. I, I do too. And I think before we really get into it, you you have a friend I do. coming, right? I do. I do. Um, so, uh, yes, my good pal. Uh, would you say, what would you say that they call him? Uh, they call me Frankenstein. That was a pretty good, that was a good segue, and I think you would appreciate that. Really um, no, I think you did a good job. I think you, I think you did. <laughs> What's important, Shelly, is that we're all doing our best. Everyone is doing their best. Mm-hmm. Can you, If you can honestly say you're doing your best, um, then you should be proud of yourself. Just like Michael, I'm always trying. Yeah. Well, well white feminism thinks it's always doing its best. So. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's true. You know what? It's... That's true. I, I'm I'm glad Kyle's on to keep me honest. Like it, it's really good. To, <laughs> I'm to, sorry, I can't help it. I just, you know, we did talk about like I need to stop coddling. I need to stop being so coddling to white women. Damn. Um, so Shelly, I'm, I'm. This is a real turnaround because recently be, Michael yeah, told yeah. me that I need to stop <laughs> being so apologetic. Yes, yeah, stop being so apologetic. Well, you sh- yes, you should stop being so apologetic. You should stop beating yourself up. But I'm also going to stop coddling you. So, uh, uh, yeah, the there's impossible- a happy medium there. <laughs> yeah, there's a healthy, yeah. The impossible is- position that I am in. <laughs> this is your relationship with me is kind of like my relationship with my mother. So, um, <laughs> I but I'm my mom and you are me. So, uh, oh, okay. I was just no, saying no, 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 that no. you came out of my vagina. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's no, no, no. I am a, I am no, uh, no, no. Okay, no, I, I'm little Michael. You're little, you're little Michael, and I'm very curious about this because, like, I assume that like all queer people, um, have like severe mommy issues in some. Well, sure. I, you know what, I, I would say at some point I might have had my mom was definitely the stern, stern one, um. And my dad was kind of like, hey. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. And my mom's like, rules. Um, yeah. I remember when I was like three years old, I was like, ah, 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 ah. I had like a cute little baby voice. And <laughs> At three? I, I had it for a real long time. I had a cute little little voice. And my mom was like, stop that. And my voice just dropped one day. <gasps> That's what I remember. She was just Whoa. like, wow. she was just like, <laughs> did your balls like, drop as well? <laughs> uh, and and I, I was like, oh, my bad, mom. And for the. <laughs> For many years, <laughs> you like put on a tie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, ma'am. You're the boss baby. Yeah. <laughs> I was the boss. I actually was the boss baby. There are photos of me carrying a briefcase and wearing a hat and saying, "I'm a businessman." Um, this and is real. he's a business. Yeah, man. Yeah, 
but um but it's also amazing that michael's dad is like fully a character in this podcast at this point i think and now now mom has entered the chat mom is taking the stage yeah um i love this for both of them yeah this is good um but it's good that we we killed some time because dr drinking yeah 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 yeah. your, your supposed friend uh has not shown up yet so. no he's he's gonna be on his way in like the next okay the next I got did he e- tell you he's coming yeah yeah yeah. what time is it right like now it's killing it's, time well it's for one, me it's 8 28 so one, yeah yeah so it's 128 here um so he said he should be here around 1 30 um i want to give him that time uh look i told him i, I told him he can't he can't like him. He can't do this again. It's Pride weekend. Like it's going to be real embarrassing in front of uh, Shelly just because it's like I'm the parent in this relationship and yeah. you are my child, Michael. God, when your parent gets embarrassed. Ugh, and it's just like, I don't want to. And I was like, Kyle is here. And like, I don't want to. I like I'm a parent who just made a new friend and I really don't want to embarrass myself in front of my new friend, Kyle. Um, yeah. And so, uh, you've got mail. God damn, mail. Okay. Oh, is that um? Hmm. Oh, uh, Kyle is raising his hand. Yes, Kyle. Maybe, maybe Doctor Drinkenstein is late because he's celebrating Pride Weekend, and we all know that Bagus is so fucking late all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I maybe that's what he's gonna say in because I'm assuming that's him emailing you. Yeah. Okay. He sends because no email. one else I know has AOL. <laughs> he sends an email. AOL is a good service and it always has been. Don't don't sure. uh-huh. don't even. Okay. I hear you. I see and hear your smile. Don't even. No, I don't even. If you're it not, works for you, it works for you. you all know? right. Those AOL like free trial discs were great fizzbees as a kid. They're great. <laughs> They're recyclable. Michael um, is really into AIM. Um, <laughs> he sends a bunch ah, of ASL. AIM. Let's see. Um, really brings back memories. Dear, <laughs> dear Michael and friend, uh, Dr. Drinkenstein has just returned from a brief sojourn to his off-the-grid, undisclosed vacation location. I am hopeful that I avoided any painful stereotypes about cowboys or lizards with this surprisingly complex and refreshing beverage. I would naturally introduce it to you and introduce it to you all in person were it not for my terrible allergies this time of year. So much carbon in the air. This fun this time of year. I don't know that carbon is like limited to this time of year. This time of know? I don't know what he's talking about this time of year. Like it just sounds like one of his like typical It's like bro, if you went to Pride, if you, know? you went to if you're going to, if you're like at a Pride party, that's cool. Just like say that and then don't double double book yourself. I mean, Kyle, I'm I, sorry. I don't even I don't I'm, even I'm know sorry. What I'm going to I'm I'm no, going to apologize no, on he, behalf he's of He's apologizing but but he knows that this guy does this every fucking time. Michael knows. So like I Shelly. What 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 do we say at this point? You know, because we we know the pattern. We know the pattern. Shelly. You know? 
Shelly. You don't mm-hmm. you don't you don't know him like like I do. Jesus Christ. You don't know him like I do. Mm-hmm. You, you just don't. Yeah, I'm Is that sure, the name I'm of sure a song? Pardon? You don't know him like I do. I made up that song. I don't Sorry for interrupting. You don't know him. You No, I I Oh, 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 I'm thinking of I'm thinking of maps by um, oh, God. I by, don't know him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The, the oh. only wait, do, do you mean the uh, fun home? What maps by the yeah the... yes? Oh. oh, I was thinking yeah. if there's a song called Maps and Fun Home. <laughs> Are you even a millennial, Shelly? <laughs> God damn! Are I you just be like, look at the map? <laughs> I'm also gay, and my dad is gay. I think she just wanted to bring up fun home so she could sing. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Wow. Uh, I'm surprised by this very white woman thing. (laughs) Man, I'm really like the villain of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Imagine how we feel when we're in all white spaces. Wow. Wow. Yeah, right? Right? She's on the other foot. I'm really learning. <laughs> no, learning, no, listening, growing, having conversations, yeah, you know. Just, I I hear you, I see you, and I am taking time to grow. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to put on my Instagram and like a, a screenshot of a notes app. <laughs> now, Michael, um, you know, obviously, of course, yet again, Dr. Drinkenstein didn't show up. Uh, but did he at least give us? Yeah, he left recipe? us a drink. He left us a drink. Well, well okay. Well, is it on a send notes it app? to me. Shoot it. Shoot it over. Shoot I, it. Yeah. I, I, he I screenshotted <laughs> notes app. Clickety clack. <laughs> <laughs> you, you got. You. <laughs> you got it. Now they know. Now they know that I sent you this. <laughs> yeah, we heard. We heard your computer. We know. I said clickety clack. <laughs> we heard the clickety clack of the computer. Clickety okay. clack. Yeah. So, <laughs> even though he let us down yet again, we did get this recipe from Doctor Drinkenstein, and it goes a little something like this. This week's cocktail is called the Spaghetti Western. It requires 0.75 ounces bourbon, 0.75 ounces sweet vermouth, 0.75 ounces Campari, 0.75 ounces fresh lemon juice, and a dash of grappa. Combine all in a shaker and add ice, shake, and double strain into a chilled coupe glass garnished with a maraschino cherry and that is the spaghetti western mm. it sounds like a nice sounds drink good. sounds like a good yeah it's a nice drink i'd i'd have it yeah. i'd drink that drink <laughs> it's like a like a like a like a, a spin on a negroni i kind of oh that's fun it's my favorite drink. Ooh, yeah, get a little fancy with it. You know what, Derek? If you're listening, Derek Drinkenstein, we're all cool. That's my favorite cocktail. That's my favorite fucking cocktail. Derek, Michael is cool with you. We need to talk. You know what, Derek? Shelly is not my massa. Okay, all right. <laughs> so uh, I said 
just a weenie to talk. <laughs> so uh, you don't got to do. Putting words in my damn not, mouth. She's not yours either. So, uh, you know. She's not a Miss Anne either. She's not a Miss Anne. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Wow. I fucking win. Oh, God. Jesus. Uh, Jesus dog. Christ. <laughs> oh, this is like Al Pacino. Uh, oh, God. Oh, no. So, ha, Michael, <laughs> so we all <laughs> we also picked a couple of movies to pair with our special guests. Pick of Rango. Now, oh, what did you give to me to watch? I gave to you. I, I gave to you. I gave uh, to, to, to me. You gave to yes. you. I gave a uh, fantastic Mr. Fox. Uh, yes, indeed you did. Which of those animals did you, uh, did you clickety clack about this week? <laughs> That's what I, I, I typed on my computer. I clickety clacked and I, listen, this was hard for me because I had not seen this movie for, several years at this point yeah. uh, i did not remember much about it i fucking loved it i i forgot how good it is it's, it's like very a good fucking good movie yeah i want all of you know meryl streep is like the little fox wife i want her outfits she looks so cool i am obsessed with mr bean uh <laughs> with the voice of michael gambon one of the you know main villains in the piece. Uh, he is a nasty old man who smokes all the time. So oh, of course, great. I found him very hot. Um, but you know we're going for animals in this app, so I gotta go with the rat, voiced by Willem Dafoe, because he oh he's long and lean. He can move. He's always smoking a cigarette. Oh. Are you just talking about his dick? Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know Wilm Defoe is hung. Oh, oh, listen, I've seen that Worcester Group video. Ooh, but he's got a a big old dong, to the extent mm. that oh, y- you must know this, uh, Kyle, <laughs> that in Antichrist. What? No, no, no! I was gonna say the the, the oh. trivia that in Antichrist they gave him a a dick double that was smaller right. than his dick. Yeah, we we yeah. know Rat Willem Dafoe must have a huge dick because it is Willem Dafoe. <laughs> but no, he I, I just think he's got style. And also, he's like, he's an anti-hero, which I always like. He's got style. He's got grace. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, a, he's a sexy villain, which I, Michael, you know I love. Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> come on. The way he moves also when he does his little like like fighting stuff. Oh, and he's yeah, like this like spindly little puppet that's like moving all over. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's a good choice. It's a very good choice. Thank you. I think so too. Now, oh. what movie did you watch? Now, I watched uh, Princess Mononoke. Uh, first viewing. Um, I watched the English dub. Um, and straight off the bat like i saw the cover i was like i'm gonna want to fuck that wolf (laughs) uh, for sure the the big wolf uh 
voiced by uh, Gillian Anderson in the dub that mm-hmm. I watched um, and voiced by Akihiro Miwa in the original dub. And mm-hmm. I looked up Akihiro Miwa on Wikipedia because I was like, I want to know, you know, I want to know. And sure. oh boy, oh boy. Huh. <laughs> He's pretty. <laughs> very, very pretty. I mean, oh uh, my God. So I, I just think uh, the comprehensive, ch- the choice is is Moro, uh, Big mm-hmm. Wolf. Uh, so, but overall, uh, watching the movie, I was like, this is like not, th- I'm watching this at the right age. Because um, mm. this is not a movie, I, I was a little dumbass. So, uh, <laughs> like I was, I wasn't, you know. I wasn't like a yeah. I was I was a little dumbass. There's no other way to say it. Um, I was watching Power Rangers and Batman, and and that's the shit. I, I that's that was in my brain. Um, like very simple conflicts, you know. Like ah, the bad guy versus the good guy. But this one is just like ah, shit. All right, human beings. Uh, they are consuming the fuck out of the forest. This is like yeah. real life. Um, there's lots of shit going on. And all the uh, animal spirits are kind of like, no, fuck this. Fuck y'all. You're dumb. <laughs> and there's, you know, oh, God. It, it, was, it was a journey. Um, it was an experience. Uh, but boy, oh, boy. Uh, yeah, big wolf mom. I'm, I'm here hot, for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sp- Specific attributes uh, that mm-hmm. got me were uh, one. I think wolves are uh, to begin with. I think wolves are are very attractive. Uh, well, sure. Uh, and you know what? We can talk about this because this is the, what the episode is about, Shelley. So don't look at me like that. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not looking any sort of way. You too, Kyle. Don't I'm look listening. at me like that. No one look at me. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone no, no, is looking, looking at, at Shelley. Like looking at you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the support. I appreciate the support. Good. Shelly is the bad guy. We're both good. No. Um, Listen, just look at our script about what comes next. (laughs) But um, yes, I love wolves. Think they're uh, pretty. Um, And she had some really great lines in this movie. Um, Mm -hmm. She like, (laughs) at one point, you know, she uh, mentions to uh, the main hero, uh, Princess Yutaka, he, she's like, uh, oh, you know, you can just jump and end it all. I just, uh, or like, uh, I dream of the day that I crunch uh, that gun woman's head in my jaws. Uh, she's talking about Mini Driver. Um, <laughs> it's, it, oh, God. I just, those threats of violence, ah, God. Mm, I, I also read something online. I wish I had a source for it, but it was, you know, presumably accurate. I don't yeah. know. But uh, about like uh, dubbing in Japanese animation that traditionally like wolves and dogs are voiced by male actors and cats are usually voiced by female actors. And so there was like such an interesting twist in Mononoke and that there's like a drag queen like doing Moro, which is so cool. Wait, wait, wait. When I was a little kid, and I thought I was a little dumbass, but maybe I wasn't a little dumbass. I used to think that I all forty. I thought that all dogs were boys and all cats were girls. I mean, don't we all? Oh, I 
Listen, until uh, Oliver and company and I saw Bette Midler playing that sexy little poodle, I was like, yeah, dogs are boys, cats are girls. Uh, so no wonder why I, I never want to be around dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Honestly. <laughs> uh. Ooh, but So, Kyle, did you watch Princess Mononoke like, as a kid, as an adult? I've actually Ever. never seen it. And so I apologize <gasps> I, for not doing I this. only no framed the question no. that way because I always assume you've seen every movie. Like, <laughs> oh, for a second, I thought you were going to say, I've always assumed you've seen every Miyazaki movie because I thought you were being racist. No! Oh my God! Uh, again, Shelly? Jeez, Louise. Jeez. Damn it. God. I was uh, giving you a compliment that I think you've for, seen every movie. For <laughs> listeners playing at home, I'm actually Asian, even though my name sounds like the name of the last person who came on my face. <laughs> oh my God. No, I. I don't know if I've told you this before, Kyle, but sometimes on my Instagram, I will do like a little thing where I'm like, tell me three movies that you like and I'll give you a, you know, a suggestion. I am terrified to do Kyle because he has seen everything. He, he is not, like, not, that is not true. No, you, but you are, you are such a like genius about movies that I'm like, Oh fuck. Anything I say, <laughs> he's going to have already seen. Oh no. no. no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you recommend so much stuff that I, that I um, write down to, to put on my watch list. I think you are well, actually the movie genius here as well oh, as Michael. Oh I no, not nearly, even. Don't even. I don't am nearly. Don't you even dare. A continuing. I, I just, you know, enjoy watching new things and, and learning. Yeah, Kyle is being, uh, like, dumb about how, <laughs> how like, much he's underrating himself. He is, like, the fucking, no, like, smartest I, movie guy. Okay, my, my cultural gaps are very, very weird because last night um, I went to a drag show with my partner and a song started playing and I didn't recognize it and so I asked them what it was and they said, it's Shut Up and Drive by Rihanna. Oh. I don't know that Shut I Shut Up and Drive. It's a very popular song. It's a pop like, song. If you, had told me, if you had told me, if you played the chorus for me and if you told me the name of it, I would recognize it. But like, I haven't heard the whole song before. And I like, haven't heard the whole song. I, very, I have very, very weird cultural gas. But, you know, I love, I love movies. I love learning more about movies. Yeah, and if I, it comes and to I am, movie stuff, uh, very fortunate Kyle, to have, have people Kyle's like Shelly and Michael now in my life uh, to learn from. Oh, oh my god, that's I'm so that's so kind. Uh, you should you should never tell me I'm smart uh, because my <laughs> my brand is being dumb. Um, no, your I, brand is and being is that cool. because Shelly is being a Miss Anne to you? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's, thank you. Though. It's it's not because she's being a, a Miss Anne to me. Uh, my brand is Damn. being dumb because I uh, I've been in spaces where like people assume I haven't seen shit, and so I like leading into the idea of like, <laughs> oh yeah, you know, I'm just a dumbass. I'm just a dumbass, dumbass. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and it's just like, oh yeah, you see that episode of Downton Abbey? Yeah, I'll be watching Downton Abbey. Dumbass. Uh, I, know, I, like I think to, in yeah. in this podcast, our dynamic is. I, I think we're we're both kind of smart, but you are like oh, actually I'm cool. cool. I'm and cool, I, and I'm, I'm 
I'm, I'm cool. a fucking <laughs> annoying racist. fucking nerd. <laughs> oh, yeah, <I> racist. <laughs> no, no, don't. Okay, I mis- that's what I meant to say. That's what I meant. To don't say. call yourself annoying. <laughs> don't call yourself annoying at all. Yeah. Okay. No, not- Michael. Michael. No, 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 school- no, no. Michael don't, keeps don't like call- coaching me, being like, "Listen." Stop saying that you're like the most annoying bitch on the face of the earth. I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can stop saying that. No, no, no. Don't call yourself annoying. Just call yourself a theater kid. Yeah. (laughs) Kyle, once again, right on the nose. (laughs) Perfection. So, Michael. Yeah. Now that we've gotten our crushes. Yeah, we got them out the way. We got them out the way. I think we got to get into Kyle's. And Kyle, I don't know if you know this, but we like to do a little foreplay <laughs> before we get into your movie. Oh, that's a good segue. I, this I is, love foreplay. Oh, thank this you is so good. much. This is, that's oh, genuinely, and I mean I'm very that good at foreplay. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best transitions are when it's later commented upon. <laughs> it's good to note that it was a good transition (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah i'll never stop (laughs) with with meta commentary Um, so uh, michael let us know what kind of game are we gonna play oh we're gonna play uh a sexy trivia game uh it's it's a sexy trivia game uh, there'll be, yeah, sexy music. There we go. Yeah, sexy music. Mm. Yeah, yeah, very good. Because you, you scolded me last time that I very didn't good. start Did I scold early you? enough. I'm so sorry I scolded you, Shelly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I am always scolding you. Uh, but yes, yes. I'm no, not apologize for that. She likes, she likes being scolded. All right, then that's that. Then Mommy, that is, Daddy, did I start it too late? <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Yes, everyone. All right. Sugar things. Everybody, get ready. Oh, boy. Sexy trivia game. Sexy music. Ooh, sexy contest reading. Mm. Unsexy mm. Uh, or maybe very sexy trivia. Nobody knows. Mm. Nobody knows. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. You can see Michael's pecs through his shirt. Oh, boy. So oh, very sexy. Ooh. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, uh, my shirts, uh, none of my shirts fit anymore, and I don't care. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> Good. It shows off them nips. Yeah, that's every shirt. I got aggressive, aggressive nips. Uh, so, uh, Shelly, why don't you? (laughs) I just lifted up my boobs to show that my nips aren't showing. Thank thank you for (laughs) thank you for confirming that. Everybody, anyway, everybody, get take a kickback, relax, (laughs) get a snack. Or whatever you like doing, because it's. If we're it, talking about nipples. I like to snip the like little nipple hairs. You like to snip nips? There's, 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 there's like one long nipple hair that I feel the need to. Oh, oh yeah, 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 that is very satisfying. I thought you meant snip nips off. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, that is a thing no. though. Oh God! Oh no! Not, oh. Not, it's not like that. It's less snipping them, but it's more like sewing them together. Oh! <laughs> Kyle! <laughs> I'm not into it, but I do know that it is a thing. I'm not going to yuck Dear anybody's yum. I'm not going to yuck anybody's yum, but that's what's getting you I off. I will. I'm going to yuck that completely. That's gross. 
<laughs> kink shaming on pride. On pride. I don't you. care. <laughs> Fuck that kink. That's nasty. Now, I appreciate a white woman that will lean into being the villain. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> You know, that is what we call self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a real Progress. Karen. Oh, God. Don't snip your nips. Oh, God. Let's, let's play this Quote, game. unquote, Karen. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Game. Game. Oh, God. All right, everybody, if you're not wet and hard, get, get wet and hard again. All right. I'll give you a couple of seconds for that. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll start with number one. Oh, the song ended. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> we riffed for too long. Oh, All God. right. Oh, God. Anyway, name of the game. Name Read the game. this trivia as sexy as you can, and off we go. Cool, perfect. All right. <laughs> the voice actors were given Wild West costumes. To help them break into character. Kyle, why don't you take it away at number two? Roger Deakins consulted the film's unique visual style. Uh, oh, Roger Deakins. Uh, Roger Deakins, what did he do? Oh, thank boy. You. Thank you, Kyle. I gotta find out what he did. Blade, Blade Runner? Oh my god. Amazing. Bro, he did. Listen, he did every good movie. <laughs> Look up his podcast. Oh my anyway. god. He has a podcast? Yes, and it's really good. Anyway, number three The Sacramento, California based anti-smoking organization. California regards this film as a public health hazard. Okay, that's it. Well, what's that all about? What's what's with the why, health hazard? They're smoking, They're smoking a lot in the movie, uh, and it's just and it's a it's like geared towards younger audiences. I yeah. see. Yeah, because this Did was I think like in... mid aughts they yeah. switched yeah. to like. Apparently, yeah. in India, when they release movies with uh, smoking in them it has to like flash up a warning on the screen being like, don't smoke. It's bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So even if it's just like a, a casual, like person, like smoking a cigarette, it like has to like have a warning on the screen while it's showing in the theater being like, don't smoke. I, you know, see, I'm mostly in favor of the culture wars um, because I'm hoping that George Lucas will go and like add a special edition of it. Um, but <laughs> The thing that I am most upset about in terms of what the culture wars has taken from us is smoking in movies. Oh, God. Because smoking is cool. Agreed. Smoking, smoking, smoking is, is cool. cool. It's smoking. hot. Smoking is cool. I'm, I've unfortunately a very Freudian relationship to smoking. <laughs> in that Same. I do not myself <laughs> smoke, but my mother smoked when I was younger, and I always like hated her for that. 
Um, and I always wanted her to quit and she never, and, and she kept telling me that she would and then never did. And then I did a, a, like a senior thesis on neo-noir in high school. And mm. then I became attracted to smokers. <laughs> oh, whoa. Interesting. I, I wish I, sm- I wish I smoked for cool reasons. No, but, don't do it. It's no, so it was, bad. It was, I smoked but it for. it looks so hot. I smoked for five years. Um, <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big time, big time. Uh, Damn. So I tried it a little bit in high school, and I was like, not for me. And then I got to college, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm tired of being a fucking dweeb. And so I picked up, uh, <laughs> I started buying cigarettes, started rolling my own, and then I was like, now I'm cool. And uh, sure. kept it going. I kept that shit going from 2010 to 2015. And then I got real sad, yeah. get real, real sad about a breakup. And I was like, oh, God, I smoked like a whole pack in a day oh. and then was so sick. And then I was like, wait, my lungs are like my favorite organ. If I had a favorite <laughs> organ, it's like, I'm just killing these motherfuckers. I got to stop. And so I stopped. And Ooh. now once a year, I give myself I, I buy myself like a pack of cigarettes to smoke like a couple and then I'll give it to one of my uh smoker friends. Oh. So But but you did like what parents do cuz like my dad as a teenager like smoked one cigarette and his yeah. dad found him and made him smoke an entire pack. Yeah. Well, he was like, "Now you'll learn. Never yeah. smoke again." Yeah. And you 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 self-parented. I thought you were going to beautiful. say I thought you were going to say like the fact that I buy one pack a year and then hide it from uh my children <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you put it under your mattress yeah and, uh... <laughs> i was like because yeah i am a, i am a parent now as we've established and uh you know well now you know now you know dad that's but it's it's really beautiful that you like self-parented like that because that's really hard and you're like doing the work so that's really that's really inspiring you stop stop <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh. so ringo <laughs> that was uncanny <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like an influencer. <laughs> Kyle, tell us. Uh normally we ask, uh does this character fit into like your usual type and quote we'll unquote, con- or do we'll you continue have to ask it? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, so are you exclusively horny for lizards? Tell us. <laughs> I'm exclusively horny. Well, I'm not exclusively horny for lizards. I um, I'm horny for lizards and for birds, um, but Hell like yeah. the sex with animals. <laughs> but the birds are like yeah. the villains in this movie. So how did you? And reconcile I still think that? they're hot. Wow. I mean, I still think they're hot. Yeah. Villains often we love a villain, but not exclusively. Uh, you know, <laughs> imply to be queer. I've sure. become like somewhat allergic to the term queer coded because I think people are just obsessed with using right. it on the internet. All you know? these gay um, birds. <laughs> Um, but I, um, I, I, given that Rango is an anthropomorphized character, mm-hmm. he's a neurotic and I have a thing for <laughs> neurotic, hyper self-aware, um, very awkward people, um, mm-hmm. who are like cripplingly aware that they are not cool. And I'm like, that's... <laughs> that's hot to me like the fact that you don't think you're cool and the fact that i also don't think you're cool is in fact sexy 
Um, but I mean, what I find interesting about this film is Rango is a performer at heart. He's an actor. Um, and so much of the role playing that he does in the film is to assert and solidify like what his relationship to gender is and what other people's relationship are to his performance of gender. So the way that he, the way, even when he's like in the little terrarium at the beginning um, and he's putting on this performance as like this thespian, as uh, what seems to be like vaguely Elizabethan theater, it's supposed to establish him as of that time. And then when he is taking on the role of a sheriff, the way that he slouches himself or leans on the bar or mm. adjusts yeah. his belt, that is supposed to further establish his sense of masculinity, not only in relationship to himself, but in relationship to the community that is viewing him. And I've always been really interested in people who are really aware of how they're doing that um, and the lengths that they'll go to to um, really fix that into place. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, Sugar Ugh. Thanks. This is why Kyle is a fucking great film critic because he is so fucking attuned to acting, even when it's an animated character. The way that bodies move in space, he gets it. Ugh. Exactly. Oh, that's I. I love that. Oh my gosh. And I mean, I I wonder what your. Do you have any sort of like feelings about like Johnny Depp as an actor, like in his physicality in relation to it? Or like, I mean, I know he's like kind of canceled, but like, I I think he does a really great vocal performance in this, you know, against yeah. my yeah. will. I think he's really great. But like, yeah. Do you think it relates to him as as an actor or is like the visual separate from the vocal performance? Like, no, no, no. I think I mean. I think over. I think Johnny Depp has become somewhat overpraised prior to his yeah. the allegations against him. I do mm. think that he became somewhat overpraised as a performer, um, which is unfortunate because in I think there was a fixation on the way in which he would transform, which is mm. something that I think people are obsessed with in terms of of acting, their ability to transform themselves into another person, yada yada yada. But what was always compelling about Johnny Depp to me was this sense of awkwardness and otherness basically and mm. i mean one of his very early roles was um edward scissorhands in yeah. june etc 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 all these people who um s- seem to be outside of themselves and are mm. viewing their body in the context of everyone else's point of view and the way that they need to situate their bodies in those spaces and in basically spaces in which they are not necessarily welcome and so mm. there's a precision to that movement there's precision to those gestures there's um a very very much a specificity also with regards to um the vocal performance even when it's not an animated film or anything um and i think that is that his ability to sort of vacillate between characters that embody us and otherness and characters that are of that sort of dominant group or dominant demographic that hold power i think that's mm. what's really interesting about his uh, about him as a performer because you'll have him in like pirates of the caribbean and he's sort of flamboyant um and rascally um but also 
Sorry, did you hear that? Yeah, but it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Also, in Pirates of the Caribbean, he's also sort of rascally um, and aware of the ways in which he does not fit into, like, other pirate groups, so to Mm. speak. He's, like, kind of rebellious. He's um, he's very fey in a way. Um, Mm. He slouches um, and rests parts of his body um, in a non-traditionally masculine way. And I, Mm. I think if you put that up against something like the wolf in into the woods not a great movie but yeah uh, he's playing uh, well he's great very, musical <laughs> he's great musical not a great movie um i have a theory <laughs> that the reason why you can trace back like the impulses for disney to remake all the live action movies and and also do like these weird origin stories is is their decision to do into the woods but that's another that is another story for another time anyway in into the woods <laughs> he's playing a predator like the wolf is um, someone who is praying after a young girl. And I think being able to um, put himself in a role where his job is to be dangerous and to be um, insidious and mm. and capable of deep harm, basically, while also being deeply appealing. Um, I think there's also fairness to the wolf in, in various productions, and I think it's also present in Depp's performance. There's a balance, I think, uh, between his ability to come off as non-traditionally masculine, but also very, very scary in, in I think, a subversive way. And well, I, I think his awareness of that is present in Rango. Yeah. I mean, I, I also had a question. I don't know what you guys thought about this, but like thinking about Johnny Depp as like a performer and his relationship with like marginality. And I think that like you bring that up Kyle with like the idea of like a sort of like queerness to his performance but I mean I I don't know if you guys remember this but I remember like as a teen seeing so many like e true Hollywood stories where it was like they made a big deal about him having like Native American ancestry which like there's no proof and it's like he most likely does not but like I think because he had this like situation situationality as like an outsider they like put that on him or maybe he and his team like propagated this idea of him being like native american somehow and it it felt like very like apropos watching rango because it I, i really like the movie but it also like deals in a lot of the sort of like stereotypes of a like 1950s western like yeah there's like a a weird sort of like applying like ethnicity to these like animals in a weird way it yeah it it was like really i found it kind of strange but it like you know felt like it like fit with the genre that it was aping but it also felt like it was like so part of like the mythology of johnny depp in a way that i was like that's fucking weird yeah (laughs) well i think it's also i think another thing to bring up is that um rango's directed by gore verbinski and johnny depp ended up being in the gore verbinski's the lone ranger film with army hammer and that is also about unpacking and deconstructing those 
um, stereotypes and those those pieces of iconography that are ultimately harmful. Did you feel it was like consciously unpacking those things, or is that oh, yeah, sort of like metatextual? No, I I think um, Verbinski's Lone Ranger film is like very consciously deconst- uh, deconstructionist film. Interesting. Huh. People never remember it because they like I think they reacted to the casting first and then like didn't bother to see the movie. Sure. The movie is about um dismant is about sort of dismantling those myths and about huh. the the fakery and facility of both the stereotypes that exist but also the iconography of white masculine American heroism that emerges from them. Ooh. It's a really interesting film. It's imperfect, but it's very interesting. All right, I want to. All right, we got to do a, a viewing of uh, the Lone Ranger and John Carter yes. of Mars because I'm fascinated by both of those movies coming out around the same time. It was before they got the Marvel IP, and Disney's like, ah, we want boys to see our movies, so you know <laughs> they did those. But uh, fuck, I was one of the people who was like, what? He's not Native American. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> but I'm okay with that other guy. Army Hammer's going to be great. <laughs> yeah. I bet he doesn't eat women. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's really interesting because I haven't seen the movie, but yeah, I, like I reacted to like the marketing campaign and was like, "Oh god, no, this does not look good." Yeah. Ooh. Oh. But so this is taking like a a little left turn but do you remember like what your first like movie crush was i don't remember but i've created somewhat of a mythology for myself because we're all self mythology. give on. me that um, mythology i fucking love uh self mythology is my favorite class um it's 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 both embarrassing but also not interesting nothing is um, embarrassing i th- <laughs> i i would say i I would say that like uh, the something that sort of functioned as somewhat of a sexual awakening or that I was latently attracted to, but didn't necessarily have the mm-hmm. self-awareness or the language uh, with which to articulate it is Ram Chum Tugger. <gasps> Hello. Wait. Uh, <laughs> wow. 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 Worlds are colliding. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you're speaking to a former Ram Chum Tugger. Wait, was, uh, was this the, like the VHS of the yeah. filmed performance of Cats? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's the best wait, one. Think- Hell yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I, I think I didn't That's realize I was yeah. like by or pan or whatever for like years. But what are mm. what are the twin cats? The Mongo Jerry and Ruffle Teaser. Yes, I I didn't know it at the time, but I was so horny for them. I watched their song over and over and over again. Yeah, I was like, I was like, they're so beautiful. I love that. Oh, but Rumtum Tugger is good. Like. Uh, the the overt sexuality. It's so overt. Like, His dick is in everyone people's knows. Faces. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Like cats every, are horny. Yeah. Like everyone knows that cats is horny musical. It is a horny by definition. <laughs> oh, Whether you so like it or not, it is horny. But what was always interesting to me about Rum Chum Tugger, again, didn't really have the language at the time to express this because I was five or six, but. Sure that overt sexuality as as a kind of method of 
communicating power yep. was mm. I think like a relatively unique thing for me to see as a young person sure. um, and that that sexuality to sort of be kind of genderless in a way yeah because rum tum tugger mm. even though even though he's technically a male cat nah, the way in which that is yeah. expressed <laughs> is is again like fairly non-traditionally masculine and in, in the same way that i think yeah. like uh like rock stars in the 70s and 80s very david bowie yes. mick jagger oh, they were intentionally yeah. like kind yeah. of existed on this this line of ambiguity in terms of expressing well, their, their gender and fucking that's so interesting to me this. because i think that <laughs> and andrew lloyd Webber was like obsessed with having like an elvis figure in a lot of his shows yeah yeah because you have like Rum Tum Tugger, and then who's the guy in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat that does the like Elvis number? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. I, I should remember because I, I did this show as a kid and I watched it five million times. So, oh. but the, but there is like an overt like Elvis number, and I think that he was right. very like. What what is a sort of a, you know American sexuality? I suppose it's is it Elvis, I I believe. Right. And so he put like Elvis numbers in like every show, and it's like right. yeah, Rum Tub Tucker is his like Elvis guy. That's in- so yeah. fucking funny to me. Uh, yeah, it, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll say- and what's Ooh. so? No, go on. No, 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 no. I, I was gonna I was gonna talk my I was gonna talk some shit. You, I want to hear your talk point. No, no, you go, no, no, you go, you go. Talk shit, talk shit, talk shit. I mean, I wasn't actually going to talk shit. I was, I was, I, my thought is, re, is, is congealing. Continue, continue, please continue, please continue. It's congealing. Uh, okay. What, what I also think is funny is that um, it's a very horny song. Yes. Overtly mm. about sexuality, but also overtly about like emotional unavailability. Yes. Sure. Yeah, yeah. The, fuck boy. the song is, the song is I'm a fuck boy. Yes. Oh God. I also love like, me for clearly it. remember watching that VHS and he is in that cat suit. So he has like no dick in it. It's yeah. just like a, like a uh, incorrect. Ken doll. In- uh, incorrect. No, no. He's got it's it. a ball. It's a ball. He's got a ball. It is a ball. Like, it's enough information. Like, it's, yeah, Yo. I definitely responded to the bulge. I, John Partridge, for the record. Oh, John yeah. Partridge. Congratulations, John Partridge. You awakened you, a, a generation uh, of theater nerds. Yo, truly, John Partridge, you were the fucking goat. Um, look, in 2008, I was just minding my own business. It was my senior year. Um, it, you know, like, school, school was done and all this stuff. My buddy was like, hey, do you want to do, a like, community theater? Do you want to do a play? And I was like, I don't know. That sounds weird. But I did it. And he was like, <laughs> you're like, oh, we're doing Cats. And I was like, oh, Cats. And I was like, Cats with a bunch of kids I don't know? Cool. That sounds fun. And so we did Cats. We did Cats. I auditioned. Brave. He was like, we're, we're, uh, we're double casting it. So, like, on one night, someone will be this. On another night, someone will be that. And so... I auditioned for the show, and I w- I had no idea what the show was about. I was like, "Man, this cat stuff this doesn't make no sense." But <laughs> the second we put our costumes on, so like I got cast as the Rum Tum Tugger, and I was like, "Is that a good thing?" And my <gasps> friend was like, "Oh God, uh... twist!" And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, is that a good thing?" And he's like, "Yeah." And then I was like, "Oh, this is the choreography." And then I started watching all the cat stuff. I watched every fucking version of Cats. Because uh, like every as any version of uh, the Rum Tum Tugger as I could, and Mad Prince videos, and Mad uh, fucking like hair metal guys, and yeah. oh god, this was this was the most work and the most layered uh, 
shit I've done in my in my career as a youth. Um, but at the same time, you know, me and these me and these other we're all crawling all, all over each other and stuff. We're all like we're all trying to be professional, but we're all like horny as fuck. Um, God, I can just remember like putting on the costume and giving lap dances to like 50 year old women at Malloy College. Oh, God. Best time of my life. Okay. Oh my God. You need to give us a preview. Oh God. There's a yeah. it's like saying there's sing a few bars. There's a video. There's a video that is still on YouTube that my mom recorded. Yeah. It is it is not good. But it, if we if we bring you in, will you do a little bit for like no 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 I, I won't I won't do it now. I won't do it now because I, I don't have everything. I don't have I'm not wearing my everything, you know? Like that process of getting ready for when you're trying to get ready to be the rum tum tugger, yo. Like, look, there's a onesie you gotta wear. There's a dance belt you gotta wear because you don't want them seeing all your information. It's it's like kids are gonna see the show, and then putting on the makeup. I was like, ooh, I am not, I, I am not, I'm not straight. <laughs> like putting, I was like, I like this a lot. This is the most fun. Um. Everyone was like, wow, you based your rum tum tugger on like Dennis Rodman. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? That's kind of very interesting because he's like one of my favorite basketball players for the fact that he did, you know, he broke the mold. He didn't he didn't play the same game that all those motherfuckers were playing. He was a bad boy. Ugh. Dennis Rodman is okay, a kid. Right, yes, cat. Oh, God. <laughs> I. I love Dennis Rodman is a curious cat. Oh, oh my God. Uh, I just really want to get Michael to sing a little bit of Rum Tum Tugger. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. Do it. Do it. No, I won't do it. I won't do it. Do it. I won't do it because, you know, that's this is this is actually in character for the cat. Rum Tum Tugger, Michael Stevens. He's a curious beast. I don't know. I love when people get like too sexy in musicals, yeah. especially like high school or college musicals. Like my high school did Godspell. Oh, that show is so turn back old man sexy. That's why I refused to do the show because I was like, I don't believe in God. <laughs> oh my God. Oh. <laughs> and then I got so jealous of my friend who did turn back old man. I was like, and she literally rubbed her ass cheeks on her father <laughs> during that song. I'm not okay with I, I hope she's in therapy. I hope she's good. She went up to her dad and fully rubbed her butt on him. Holy and then at the end, shit. Oh god. The well, guy who played way, Jesus was so bad and he was like again that that part and you could really fuck that up. Everyone in the audience was losing their minds, just tears, sobbing. They were like, "Jesus did die for us." <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, I guess it's not entirely that different from when I was like seven or eight or twelve. Um, and I <laughs> that's, that's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe I was ten, but I I used to dress up as a kid, and I and I used to wear makeup and whatnot, and I did a performance wearing like one piece of fabric and like lipstick oh and God. eyeshadow to Cher's dark lady. <gasps> Kyle, and that's so even cute. Though I <laughs> even though I never got to come out to my father, I would like to think that maybe 
maybe he had an inkling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he <laughs> had no idea. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so fucking cute. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm surprised God. you didn't come out as like a six-year-old like and march out and do all of company for yeah. your parents. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, like... I didn't come out until I was like 19 because I was read as queer fairly so um, <laughs> throughout my youth. And I just really didn't want to give people the satisfaction of being right. Uh, that is I, so ugh. in line with your entire personality. <laughs> uh, but like I was I was not allowed to swear as a child unless I was singing along to a cast album. And so oh my, my dad... So I would be in the car with my dad and we'd be listening to the Chicago soundtrack and we'd and class would come come on and that was when I would swear. Oh my god, yep. that's so fucking cute. That's adorable. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, oh man. Uh, I'm just imagining like an alternate reality in which like tiny baby Kyle is like, and I'm going to sing a cut song from company Too Many Amy's. <laughs> <laughs> multitude of Amy's, excuse multitude me. Multitude of Amy's. A multitude of Amy's. <laughs> and your parents being like, well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, all right. that's amazing. Uh, oh my gosh. Michael, yeah. do you think we ought to do a little of our favorite game? Fuck, marry, kill. Oh, absolutely. Uh, let's. <laughs> Great. let's go you for paused it. for a second i was like no oh, oh. i i was i was looking for this for this cat's video um oh, I, I, I found wait it to see this i found ah, it i'm yeah. so excited so just copy this put this in your browser save it for later um and uh look uh this will go on the social media maybe this is this will go on the social social media for sure um yes. <laughs> it's so, it is so garbage wow six thousand people have viewed it that's a, that's oh a, my, since 2008 star. Wow. wow star wow you know what this was it, it was once my social media profile like not my social <gasps> media profile my dating profile like it was once my just my whole bio so uh <laughs> this makes sense that's incredible it's like i one, love it so this much this is the one thing uh <laughs> but yeah fuck mary kill um i've been thinking this whole episode Mm -hmm. that this was going to be a tough one yes um so shelly I, I want you to go first because mine is <gasps> mine takes place in your and i like the shared universe aspect of our uh of our fuck mary kills and so i i really want to see what you do first so i know how i'm killing whoever i kill okay yeah this is hard yeah this one is real challenge yeah wait don't we have to say like who the options are yes absolutely yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow. our options Kyle, are you're so you're so perceptive kyle's a professional <laughs> i'm sorry so, for telling the, you how the to options are podcast. all of our crushes we've previously named so we've got rango kyle's crush we've yeah. got moro from princess mononoke and we've got the rat from the fantastic mr Facts. So, you know what? I know. I think this is very clear. I have to marry Rango. He's very sweet. He's funny. 
he you know he does like different personalities so you know if you want to role play when things are getting stale he's good i have to fuck moro because she's so hot she she's like a boss lady you know she's like a real milf she might tear me up but also i think that if she like really loved me she'd keep me safe and we just have a really ferocious fuck sesh. And then unfortunately, I'd have to kill my own choice, which is the rat. Oh, man. From Fantastic Mr. Fox. So, okay. Kyle, how are you feeling? What do you think? Actually, the exact same. Um, <gasps> I would I would marry Rango. Again, sweet, awkward, thoughtful. Um, I think... He would be attentive. He would want to meet my needs, and I would want to meet his. Moro would peg the fuck out of me. (laughs) (laughs) And I am positive you can probably buy, like, a dildo from Bad Dragon that that, that would match that anatomy. Sure. Um, I mean, when I see Moro, all I can think is, <laughs> oh my god, god. Shelly. <laughs> um yeah, I very I I mean if I if I'm in the mood to be domed, which is not all the time for the record, mm. but if I'm in the mood I in the mood for doming, <laughs> my favorite Wong Kar Wai film. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd go with Moro. Um, and I'm sorry, I'm going to have to kill the rat. Not because the rat isn't good. Not because the rat wouldn't probably be like a fun time in bed, but just like does not <laughs> match up, does not reach the bar that we've set for ourselves today. Makes sense. Makes sense. Okay. All right. It's this all is, on you, Michael. This is hard. Um, but you know what? It's, uh, I'm not going to fucking break the mold. I think it's the same. <laughs> I think it's actually <laughs> the exact same. Uh, yeah, the rat I would kill. And the thing I was thinking about is is scale. I've been thinking about mm. sca- scale with these animals. Scale or scales? Scale scale, and scales. Uh, we, got a, we got a little chameleon and we got a human-sized human and we got mm. a rat-sized rat and we have a giant wolf. And so mm. I would start with the rat. I would kill I would kill a rat um, because the rat is a rat. I'm not going to have sex with this rat. And this rat is not going to be my life partner. Ew. Killing that rat. Sorry. Don't steal. And he, ste- he steals things and shit, right? Fuck that. Um, fuck that whole energy. Uh, Sorry. There's like full on fireworks going on. Oh, exciting. Um, Rango. I was like, I was like, do I like, can I tolerate Rango? And I think Rango is like a little <laughs> chameleon. So I'm like, look, if you have this little, this little box, I'll get you all kinds of toys and shit, like all kinds of stuff. And I think I could be a good, <laughs> a good partner to Rango. I also think that we have lots of interesting conversations about, about mm-hmm. movies and stuff like that, which I kind of need, I think. Um, sure. And then. Whew. this wolf my god 
I'm a I'm just a regular sized human guy. Like <laughs> I have a thing for giant things, and so I'm like, yo, this is this is like a giant wolf. This is a giant a giant wolf vagina. Oh my god. What do I do? That's a fun challenge. Like I'm just thinking about <laughs> and look, this is I thought about this. <laughs> um Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't go there. But fuck it. You know what? It's just like I'm. My penis is not going to do anything for this giant wolf. So I would have to like put on a whole suit to like get in there and like I think I like use my hands and stuff to like like literally. Don't sell yourself short. Literally, not. Nah, yeah. There's. There's, this is a it's not wolf. the size of the boat; it's the motion of the ocean. That's what I. That's yeah. but that's what I'm saying, you know. But we like Tinder, if we're Come talking on. about like, all right, I got two little action figures here. So like, <laughs> let's say, you know, this is like a little guy and there's a big guy. All right, like, and like the wolf is really like so much bigger. Sure. <laughs> like. I would have to, I'd have to jump in. I'd have to jump in. I'd have to put on the snorkeling mask and I'd have to jump in there. And I like. You'd be uh, like a donkey with the dragon in Shrek. Exactly. Which we recently talked about. And we did. And we, we did talk about this. Um, (laughs) And that's why this has been on my mind. Like if there was ever a giant, uh, just mammal um, that. Mm. I had to have intercourse with like maybe maybe bad guys are like the terrorists. They're like, you got to do it. And I'd be like, all right, cool, whatever. No big deal. I'll do it. Then I would have to use my hands. This would have to be like a full body fingering. Um, this would have to be a full body fingering. Um, You'd have to like starfish it like I, I'd have to like jump in there and just go like literally like as they say, the kids say, beat the pussy. Um, I would have to, like, get in there and... But, you know, so many men have such a hard fisting. time finding the G-spot, yeah. and you could truly dive right into I it. I could go there. Fill up to it and be like... Wait, I have a question. Yeah. What was the thing you were talking about with regards to Donkey and the dragon and Shrek? How do they have sex? <laughs> we they... Oh, I mean, he's a donkey, had... so he's obviously hung like a donkey. Yeah, but I mean, well, but I mean, the scale. Come on, the, the that scale. dragon is so big, and the he's scale. so little. And then they have babies that have big donkey old dick. fucking donkey heads and little dragon bodies. The donkey, so dick, like, donkey dick would have to be yeah. like, you know how like the 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 bag that has everything, like the never ending bag, like it just keeps it just keeps going. Uh. Like the donkey <laughs> dick would have to be like the opposite of that. The donkey dick would have to get hard and erect and just defy all the laws of physics um, he'd have to be an which, enormous in a fairy tale world uh, you know not much of a shower i believe that a magical grower you know or maybe that. he like, like jack and the bean jerks it and like gets like handfuls of his cum and like tosses them up or into her. maybe we're like o- throwing spaghetti at a wall we might be <laughs> overestimating the size of the dragon pussy and the wolf pussy like they might be yep. they might be much Dragons smaller tiny which little pussies they might be, which maybe they have like tight like asshole pussies. Which, if that's you know? the case, oh man, someone turn me into a You're cartoon set. right now. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta fuck this wolf. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you couldn't. 
the wolf could not blow you because she's got. Oh yes, the wolf cannot. uh, Oh god, like your your dick would be string cheese. I would I would have to try. I would have to try (laughs) to. uh... Now we're talking scale. The wolf is so big that I feel like my dick would not even would not even be a factor. Like mm. there's there's not even a factor. It would be like me trying to fucking like train. Her, like you know? uh, like a old old timey guys like with a toothpick in their like mouth. Like a toothpick. Being like, yeah. Rrr. Which I I just like the overwhelming odds. Um, <laughs> that's Kyle. That's are you thinking about you. the dimensions of this? <laughs> I think that you're not giving yourself enough credit. I truly believe that like. <laughs> That there is that there is a workable way, both in terms of donkey and dragon and you and Moro, that that is not um, as predicated on like diving into someone's. I I just I just think I have I have to think bigger than I got to think. This is like for me. This would be the ultimate sex challenge. It could be any like a dragon, (laughs) a giant wolf, a giant a giant woman. 50 foot woman, Jesus Christ. I think about this all the time. 50 foot yeah. woman, my lord. We got to watch that. We got to watch you that. You sex first? Oh, God. Yeah. All those. Uh, <laughs> God. I, I just like, you got to wow. think bigger. And for the guys, for, for, for everybody with a penis, like, look, anybody, you got to think bigger than your dick, okay? Yeah. You got to, you got to, you got to use your whole body, okay? The main thing we want to say Old to everyone listening body. to this is don't be afraid to dream. I think that's a real good note to end on. <laughs> I think so too. Now, Kyle, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, well, you can find me. Wait, is this where I talk about my social media or like specific pieces? Yeah, yeah, your podcast. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, please cut that out. Edit that out. Um, I have a podcast with my friend Billy McEntee, who's also a writer, and it's called Lasagna Time with Billy and Kyle. Oh. And we mm. talk about the role that food plays in storytelling in pop culture, film, TV, theater, etc. We've talked about the mushrooms and Band of the Thread. I just listened to that episode. Um, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked yeah. about like the the absence of food and cajillionaire with Pulitzer Prize finalist Soraya Nadia McDonald. Um, yes, uh, we are going to be talking to uh, Mark Harris and talking about yes. ordinary people soon. Um, so you should keep an eye out for for that episode. So uh, yeah, you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. That's Lasagna Time with Billy and Kyle. Yeah. Do you want them to follow you on social media? Oh yes, uh, and you can follow you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, where you can find my very deranged tweets uh, <laughs> at Tyle Kerner. That's T Y L E K U R N E R. It's a spoonerism of my name because I'm extremely creative. <laughs> and yeah, and you can find my writing all around the internet, um, on at New York Times and GQ and Slate and elsewhere. He's fancy. And you can follow this podcast at Everyone Is Hot Pod on Twitter and Instagram. That's Everyone Is Hot with a numeral one, not O and E, numeral one. Everyone Is Hot Pod. And you could leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast and tell us your stealth sex symbol. And we 
might just read it on the pod. If you leave anything else than five stars, we won't fucking read it. We won't it. fucking do it. We won't fucking do it. And it's a waste of your own time if you do that shit to yourself. <laughs> so don't do it. Well, thank you so much, Kyle. Oh, this was Jesus. a pleasure. This was so fun. Uh, thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I really had such a great time. Yeah. And thank you, Michael. Ah, thank you, Shelly. In spite of everything. uh, No, honestly, thank you. This is, thank you. I'm just giving you shit. We're buddies. We're buddies. Yeah, yeah, you mean thank you, Karen. (laughs) Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Karen. Uh, Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Well, and thank you, listeners. Thank you, Sugar Thang, Sugar Uh, Taint, Sugar Tits. Sugar TikToks. uh, Sugar Tushies. Ah, we never said Tushies before. It was a new one. I thought I'd throw a little. I think the taint is underrated. Oh, uh, sugar taint. I we, agree. Yeah. Sugar taint is my favorite one. Sugar taint oh, is the best one. Fun. It's for everybody. Uh, yeah. But like as, as a part on the body, I think it's underrated as an erogenous zone. Yeah. Oh, God. And this is why Kyle is a genius. <laughs> so, guys, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And stay fucking Hardy! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.